0: Greetings! This is Arvette McLean of Speak! The Universe Listens. As a very young person, I always felt that I carried the weight of the world on my shoulders, having to make grown-up decisions in order to survive a life marked with physical, sexual, and emotional abuse. While my face was smiling on the outside, on the inside, I always secretly cried and felt miserable. However, over the years, I learned some gems that helped to turn my life around. I now get to live the life of my dreams filled with love, travel, and wonderment. And I am absolutely passionate about sharing what I have learned with you. If you wanna live your best life, tune in each week as I, along with some amazing guests, share these life-changing gems with you inspired to be more do more have more greetings today's topic is developing the pathway to your financial success so i actually had a eureka moment today And it's still kind of new for me. So I may not be able to explain it succinctly, but I can feel it all through my body. So I'm going to try to give you bits and pieces of it. And hopefully you'll be able to get what it is that I just really came to a eureka moment on today. So quite a while ago, someone told me that when Europeans first came to Africa, that the Africans were unable to see the ships in the water. So although they're looking out at the water and these ships are coming in, they were unable to see these ships. And so in trying to process that, it's like they were unable to see the ships because they didn't know what ships were. They never saw ships before. They never conceptualized it. And so it's kind of like you can't see what you don't expect to see. You can't see what you don't know what's out there. You can't see what You don't know that exists and so that kind of stuck with me a little bit kind of fuzzy though like not really getting it but kind of getting it on some levels and so fast forward one of my girlfriends came to see me um, when I used to live in Barbados and when I lived in Barbados I would always sit on this cliff and I would love to watch the turtles bob in and out of the water so the turtles were like really big and you could just watch them for hours if you wanted to just bob in and out of the water. And, um, it probably would be anywhere from hmm, maybe eight to 15 turtles in the water. And so when my girlfriend came to visit me, she was like, well, I want to see the turtles. Cause I had talked about them so much. And so I took her out there and the turtles were doing their thing. They were flipping and playing and having a good old time in the water. And she's like, I can't see the turtles. And I'm like, do you need glasses? (laughs) Like, why can't you see the turtles? And she's like looking and she's like, I don't see the turtles. And I'm like, the turtles are right there. There's one right there. There's one right there. And she just could not see the turtles. And then after she stood there for a while trying to see the turtles, maybe like 10, 15 minutes before she finally saw one. And she's like, oh, I see it. I see one. And I'm like, you only see one. And then she's like, oh, and another one and another one and another one. And so eventually, she could see the turtles. And so in processing that with her, I'm like, why couldn't you see the turtles? And now you can see them, like, I don't understand that. And she was like, I think I really didn't know what I was looking for. And so that kind of reminded me of the story of the Africans being unable to see the European ships coming in. And then a third part to my Eureka moment is that, I guess in 2014, my mom actually had a stroke, and when she had a stroke, what I learned was that in the brain, there are certain cells or neurons that will actually die when you have a stroke. And so um, the communication is interrupted. So in, for example, in order to move your arm, it has to be a straight line of communication, from, you know, one neuron to the one that says, "move your arm." And but that section of her brain or of her neurons had been damaged. And so now the communication is broken and she's now not able to move her arm. But the thing is, there's nothing wrong with the arm. It's that signal has been broken. And so what I realized is that basically we've been taught that everything that we want in life is already here everything is here for us it's just that we can't see it we can't see these things until we're ready to see it until we've developed that neural network of being able to see what it is that we want and that is why i always talk about the practice of visualizing, envision whatever it is that you want. See it in your mind so that you can start creating new pathways, new neural connections to the thing that you want. Because when you have thoughts, um, you'll keep thinking the same way. So one thought will trigger you to go down a certain pathway. And what we want to do is change the direction that we're going down. And so we want to change the direction that we're going down with when we talk about money. And so one of the things that I want you to do in order to start changing the pathway and to be able to make these connections and to be able to see things that you currently don't see is to really pay attention to what you're thinking as it relates to money. And you may have thoughts. Well, I can tell you the kind of thoughts that I have. I would typically think something like um, I can't afford that or it's no way I'm paying that much money for that particular thing um, or I might think something like I need to save this money for a rainy day um, but you know you could have thoughts like you know it's never enough money um, some people who people who have money they're lucky or you might think that rich people are snobs or you may think something like people who have money um, maybe they've gotten in an unorthodox way But just kind of pay attention to what your thinking is about money. Because if you don't have money, it's because some kind of way you're blocking it, that the connection is not being made. There's an interruption in that communication channel. You can't see something that you're not expecting to be there. So you want to interrupt that thought and replace it with something different. Um, So rather than, I don't have enough money, you can choose a different thought, like maybe the money that I have, <laughs> I'm going to sp- I choose to spend it in a different way. So kind of just interrupt your thoughts when you have them and just replace it with something else. Um, if you think that rich people are snobs, you can just replace that thought with something like, well, when I have money, this is how I'm going to be. So just start replacing your thoughts, interrupting them. And then the second thing in order to start developing that circuitry for money is to actually be in a space of gratitude. So gratitude in itself, if you just raise your vibration, that's going to attract good things to you. But specifically with money, if you think about the things that you already have and be in a space of gratitude for it, that's going to open things up for you. And a lot of times by us living here in America, we don't realize how much we have um, compared to the rest of the world because we compare ourselves, I guess, to each other. But really, a a stat that I actually read was that 1% of the world's population has the same amount of wealth as 99% of the world's population. 1% has the same amount of wealth as 99%. And so the thing is, you are probably in that 1%. And if you make $50,000 or more, you are amongst the top 1% of earners in the whole world. If you can turn on water, turn on a faucet and get water, you are so far beyond more people in the whole world than you can imagine. If you are watching this on a computer or a cell phone, you are already well, way more wealthy, have more wealth than most people in the entire world. So just that in itself, start thinking about the things that you are thankful for and have a, a feeling of gratitude um, just throughout your body. And then also, I remember my brother came on a podcast earlier in the year, and he talked about paying bills with love. Um, And so he really was talking about the whole concept of loving the fact that someone loved you enough to create whatever that product was, and then to offer you this on credit. They trusted you to pay this money back. And so I also heard about this lady who, every time she writes a check, uh, paying back one of her, um, debit, her creditors, she always writes thank you on a check, just as a way to remember that they've done something wonderful for her. They provided some service for her, and she's being grateful for that service. And so I encourage you to do that as well, to be, rather than paying bills begrudgingly, to realize that most of the times there's a person behind that bill. There's a person who has loaned you money behind that bill. There's a person who's affected when you don't pay them. (laughs) Um, And uh, and while I'm on that topic too, this is a little bit of an aside. Uh, If you are slow to pay your bills, I would encourage you to jump on it. Make sure you pay your creditors back. Um, make sure you pay people in your life back because when you don't pay people back you are holding yourself in a position of lack you're not paying them back because you believe that you can't afford to pay them back or perhaps you just don't (laughs) want to pay them back I don't know the reason but start making payments even if it's just a dollar that's just like showing or sending a message to the universe that you believe that there's more to come Um, and it's, it's taking you out of that space of feeling lack. But we were talking about gratitude, so just be sure to be in a space of gratitude even when it comes to paying your bills. Be thankful that you don't have to go to the river to get some water or that you can hop into a car and drive it or that you do have a roof over your head or all the other things that you may have to pay for. And also, one more thing about gratitude is that gratitude, being thankful for something, um, is really like the signature that this thing has already happened. So if you're thankful and grateful for something that you haven't seen happen yet, that's very powerful because you are acknowledging that, yes, it's already here, and you believe that it's already here, and it's just going to be a matter of time before it shows up for you so that's the second thing be grateful be in a state of gratitude and then the third thing that i want to say that will help you to develop this circuitry is to really be in celebration of other people when you see that they are in a space of abundance and in a space of good things flowing to them and i hear i hear talk of people saying that people are jealous or um I guess not as excited for other people when they experience good things as they could be. I personally have never experienced that. Like in my whole life, I've always felt that people do tend to celebrate you when you're doing well. And I just wanna encourage you to make sure that you're doing that. Celebrate other people when they're doing well. Um, I, I have a friend who, she celebrates other people when they're doing well. She celebrates me when I'm doing well. However, she feels like it it makes, it feels like something has been taken from, not taken from her, but that she's missing something. Um, So she's like comparing herself. So she's saying, well, okay, we started at the same place. So why am I not where you are? That's something you don't want to get into. You don't want to, feel like because someone else is showing up for someone else and it's not showing up for you, that there's something that you didn't do right. Don't even honor that. Don't give that any kind of thought. What you want to do is celebrate the person who's doing well, because for one thing, that helps you to kind of be in the flow. It helps you to be in harmony with the whole energy of abundance. And then also, um, the celebrating or the acknowledging of people who are doing well it helps you to feel what it feels like if you're next to this person who's doing well you can kind of get on that same frequency as they are and the more people around you that's doing well that means it's about to happen to you too so you want everybody around you to flourish because that means you're in that flow and it's about to happen for you too so um in addition to that i would say You know, I always talk about one of my favorite um, points that Deepak Chopra made in his book is to give a gift to everyone you meet. I would say give that gift to everyone you meet, to everyone that you see. Silently wish them abundance, wish them success, wish them all the things that their heart desires. And the more you are in that flow, the more you are attracting that to yourself. And in a sense, since we're all connected anyway, kind of like the way our fingers are connected to this hand, we're all a part of the same thing. Individual fingers, but part of the same hand. If part of the hand is doing well, that means you're doing well as well. So you want to celebrate when each finger is doing well and it's going to spread to you. So those would be... The three things that I would say to help you to start developing the circuitry um, being on the same path as the flow of money and abundance and so you just want to make start making these your practices practice interrupting yourself when you are having thoughts that aren't so good as it relates to money just interrupt yourself and replace it with something else make sure be in a state of gratitude as it relates to everything in your life, but as it relates to um, what you currently have, as it relates to the things that you want to have, and as it relates to paying bills and things of that nature. And thirdly, be sure to celebrate the successes of others and then to blast everyone you see with that energy of, wishing you well wishing you success wishing you abundance wishing you all the good things in life so hopefully these tips will help you and you just again you just want to practice practice being in harmony with abundance and practice expecting because again like i said about the africans they didn't expect to see that ship and even though my girlfriend was looking for turtles. She didn't know what to look for, but the expectancy, she expected to see something. So the longer she stood there, the more her brain got into sync in order to find exactly what she was looking for, which were the turtles. Um, And then you also want to practice just removing that veil that covers our eyes, that helps us, that kind of blinds us to things like Things that are not yet manifest. So we want to move, remove the veils that makes the manifest, the unmanifest become manifest. Thank you for watching and make sure you subscribe by clicking the button below and check out my website at arvetmcclain.com. Until next time.